Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I'm solid to the great, never change me and my son the rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm solid, could touch the blue part of the flame. The blue part of the flame. And nothing I just want to roll with those. Welcome to Sportfire. This sports comedy podcast is flaunting protocols by going to a Halloween party dressed as John Sick. I'm your host, Adam Weiner, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Being Angry Somebody Else Invented Something Called Licorice Pizza Before I Could, and in the sinister glint in the kicker's eye before he robotically raises his arm for no apparent reason. Coming up, Lakers GM Rob Polinka talks us through his aging roster, and Shailene Woodley is back to get us to the bottom of the Aaron Rodgers saga. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. The Packers fell to the Chiefs in the most anticipated game of the weekend, 13-7, with Jordan Love under center, but you couldn't expect that much from a young quarterback making his last NFL start. Hey, by the way, why was Jordan Love starting? Did anybody figure that out? He's not the usual Packers quarterback. Nope, that would be Aaron Rodgers, who might have the Packers in jeopardy of losing draft picks due to his maskless post-game press conferences. And they're really going to need those draft picks, too, because once Rodgers leaves, they're going to spitefully start addressing needs instead of drafting six slow quarterbacks and calling it a decade. Rodgers has not been vaccinated, which we should have known back in August when all he told reporters was that he was immunized. Wait, so Rodgers' parents got him the shots at birth? Is that why he doesn't talk to them anymore? What happened to letting babies do their research? This country used to be great. We should have known Rodgers was messing with us because when he said immunized, he winked and a little bit of COVID leaked out. In Sunday's Bills-Jaguars game, defensive end Josh Allen sacked quarterback Josh Allen. It's the first time a player has sacked a QB with the same name since Patrick Mahomes got Patrick Mahomes last December 12th. Don't look that up anywhere. The Carolina Panthers are aiming scoring at Patriots QB Mac Jones for intentionally grabbing linebacker Brian Burns' ankle and twisting it after a sack fumble. Jones and Bill Belichick, though, claim he thought Burns had the ball. Huh. I guess the balls in New England are so deflated they're invisible? Man, this era of Patriots football just isn't the same. The lies used to be so great, and now they all sound like the dog ate my camera, then puked it out, and it filmed the jet signals. Hey, also... Why is the number one commercial of NFL Sunday Gronk trying to do stolen valor? Why are the people of USAA much angrier when he asks them that? Happy Veterans Day. The Raiders have cut 2020 first round pick Damon Arnett after he released a video full of death threats. And that is just not going to fly if you're not very good. Look, Arnett made a mistake. And based on the NFL's previous decisions, that mistake was not following through on the threats. Florida QB Anthony Richardson missed Saturday's game after hurting his knee dancing at the team hotel. Man, never do the Lombada with Mac Jones! 
Mac Jones, everybody. Thanks, Mr. Leno. Very funny stuff. You let three Rockettes in a hotel bar and then boom. Hey, I said stomp, not swamp. I said that's enough, Mr. Leno. On Monday Night Football, Brian Greasy called talking to Najee Harris about being homeless, quote, one of the most fun production meetings I've ever had. Really? Because it sounds like one of the absolute least fun of all time. Wow, Najee, talking to you about your difficult upbringing has been an absolute gas. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. I gotta go. I got a meeting with TJ Watt about colorful cartoons, and I am dreading it. Either Najee Harris can really light up a room, or Brian Greasy thinks living out of your car means a race car bet. And Joe Biden welcomed the NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks to the White House. Biden took to the mic and said he couldn't believe how nice Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in person. But he wasn't misspeaking. He'd just interviewed Kareem to be Secretary of Labor. That's it. Coming up in a bit, Lakers GM Rob Palenka and Robert Sarver's skeleton. But first, let's check in with Shailene Woodley. Due to some hard-nosed reporting after he tested positive for COVID, we learned Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated, despite what he seemed to imply to writers before the season. Turns out he was being evasive and only said he was immunized because he'd actually taken a homeopathic remedy from a personal doctor meant to up his antibodies, as well as ivermectin. That, of course, did not work, and he now has the coronavirus, thanks in part to pseudoscience. To get the real scoop on Rodgers' situation, please welcome... His fiance Shailene Woodley, friend of the podcast. Shailene, I'm sorry to hear Aaron's upset about the backlash to his Pat McAfee interview. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, it's been a tough week. He's just sitting in the corner on the carpet facing the wall. Won't touch his bark box. That's a meal kit made entirely out of bark. So, Shailene, the floor is yours. Is there anything the media has gotten wrong about Aaron's behavior? Because it certainly seems like he was being very evasive or outright lying. That couldn't be further from the truth. When Aaron said he was immunized, he was simply letting the media know that he had been protected from measles, mumps, and polio, and he had gotten the shots the previous day. <laughs> Wait, uh, sorry. He, he got all the baby vaccines in the middle of August? The timeline's not important. What is important is he ate all of those vaccines eventually. Wait, he he took or he ate? What I'm trying to say is that people are way too focused on the fact that no, Aaron did not take the traditional COVID vaccine from Pfizer or Moderna, or as we call them, Eliza or Moderna. Couldn't come up with a good one for Moderna. Sure. But he did take something that we think is even better. Our vaccine answered the question, what if the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was zero shots? And what if it was invented by a mushroom salesman? That, that sounds like a question that specifically was not being asked. We get why people are frustrated. They couldn't figure out Aaron's seedy little puzzle. They're bad sleuths. That's not why. But people are acting like this is some crazy thing to do. And we just want to know why. Is it because the doctor who gave it to Aaron wore a pig mask and he whispered in a British accent, are you aligned with the guild? Is it because he turned on a nightlight because our vaccine is scared of the dark? Is it the sex element of the whole thing? Yeah, I, I didn't know any of that, but if I had, I'd say probably all three. 
did did you take the same homeopathic remedy as your fiance? No, 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 no. I couldn't take that risk. Right now, I'm mostly holding out hope that the sun's rays taken directly to the butthole end up having some restorative property against the effects of COVID. Got it. Well, this is all well and good, but there are people saying Aaron should be suspended. Were were you guys aware that Aaron has been violating NFL protocols every time he does a press conference without a mask? No, I was not aware. But more importantly, that was not intentional. Once again, because we believe that Aaron has been properly protected from the virus with a series of creams, gases, and smells. Smells? Yes, we famously use smells for medicine. It's an age-old tradition of the Nordic people. Every time I had the flu or a stomachache, my mother would tell me to sniff a log, a rock, or a dime. Turns out it works on everything except the coronavirus. Nope. And you are not Nordic at all? No, no, just a big fan. Can I have some honest answers here? Uh, Are you and Aaron planning to get vaccinated? Yes, absolutely. Against COVID-19? Yes, Aaron and I are against COVID-19. That's not... It honestly doesn't bother you that Aaron's taking ivermectin? I mean, I've always been kind of a horse girl. Okay, I I think I've heard enough here. Look, Adam, we just want to change hearts and minds. Just because a vaccine is invented by Miles Teller doesn't mean it can't eliminate colorblindness. What? Plus, you know what they say, medicine is basically just blue goo. They do not say that. But at the end of the day, Aaron and I are just like you. We're just people. People with loose eyeballs because of our blood helium. Shailene Woodley, everybody. My fiance is exactly like MLK. No, he is not. Shailene Woodley, everybody. Thanks again to Shailene for briefly using electricity. Friend of the pod. Doesn't mean we're friends, though. Just a friend of the pod itself. And now, let's check in with someone else who's been under fire this week. Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver's Bones. Hey, what's up? I'm one of Suns owner Robert Sarver's Bones. Following recent allegations of extreme racism and misogyny, Sarver's defenders have claimed he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. Fortunately, while I'm not one of them, I can confirm the man does have some extremely racist bones. How do I know there are racist bones? (laughs) Try being locked in a war of words with a racist femur every single day of your life. Imagine being the diversity hire in that you're the only bone who's not racist. And then it's on you to spice things up in here and say, Hey, metatarsals? Maybe we don't all wear sombreros on Cinco de Mayo this year, because we're sort of under the microscope here. Maybe this year we just have a native chef. And don't even think about complaining to HR. That's humorous resources. They're basically the cops, except somehow even less vaccinated. Plus, what's the point of complaining when the racism is everywhere? The thigh bone's connected to the hip bone, the hip bone's connected to the backbone, the backbone's connected to the neck bone, and they're all terrified of critical race theory. Have you ever heard chattering teeth except they're all chattering the n-word? I know what you're thinking. If it's so awful in here, why do I stay? First off, it's extremely difficult to break yourself as a bone. I've tried, I've slammed myself into ligaments, and that just does not work. Second. 
Say what you will about Robert Sarver, but the man is an absolute milk fiend. Pros, I'm extremely strong, but cons, so are the other hundred extremely racist bones. And look, they're not all bad. There are some extremely lovely bones. A few of them just come from a different generation. They're basically Senator Strom's sternum. Thank you. But that is no excuse for the surgically repaired bones, who know exactly what they're doing. Imagine being mostly metal and still racist. Mostly, I just feel sad for Earl Watson's bones, who just never got a break. A lucky break, not like a compound fracture. I just need everyone to know, this whole thing has been hard. Like Dave Portnoy's bones when he DMs a 17-year-old. The situation could be nuanced. I'm not sure. I'm just a bone. And I know there are good bones out there. And I'm not talking about David Boreanaz. But when people act like Robert Sarver's skeleton is a saint, I am living proof that osteobiflex can't fix everything. Okay, metatarsals, seriously? See, what we're not doing is blackface. Oh, that's just a bone bruise? Sorry, so sorry. That, that's on me. I did not feel good about making that assumption. Wow, one of Sun's owner Robert Sarver's very few non-racist bones, everybody. Very brave call out of Dave Pornoy there. That bone's mentions are about to be absolutely swamped with the white-hot rage of a bunch of young Kyle Rittenhouses. And now let's keep it in the Western Conference and throw it to Los Angeles Lakers GM Rob Palinka on his team's up-and-down start. The Los Angeles Lakers' worst moment of the young season came this weekend against an average Portland Trailblazers team. The Lake Show found themselves down 36-14 in the first quarter, raising questions about whether this collection of ring-chasing veterans is too old to make a real run. Here to talk us through things is GM Rob Palenka, who assembled this group. Mr. Palenka, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here, Adam. Uh, look, you know, I can't make excuses. It's been kind of a weird year. For example, I just learned DeAndre Jordan's on the team, like, today. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he certainly is on this very normal roster. But the important thing, uh, you know, is it's still early. Some of these guys haven't even... Whoop, sorry, that's my phone. I gotta take this. We're looking at Andre Miller. It's his agent. Are you, uh... <laughs> you sure about that move? Uh, Andre Miller's been retired since 2016. Yeah, Dre gives us the same veteran impact at point guard as Ray John Rondo, but just, like, way more veteran-y. We're going to try and get him that first all-star appearance. At age 46? You bet. Oh, shoot. Sorry. I got to take this call, too. It's Detlef Schrempf's people. <laughs> Detlef Schrempf? Yeah, we need a little three and D. Three being the number of healthy games he can play for us, and D for Detlef, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Mr. Polinka, sorry. Do you think this roster skews just a little old? Uh, look, uh, this is NBA 75. What better time to bring back as many legends as we can from the game's past? As I like to say, age before beauty. Yeah. Sorry, who else are you looking at? You know Hoodie Mellow? Well, we're working hard to sign Hoodie Adrian Dantley. He looks amazing in that hoodie. You'd never know he's 66. To me, he looks 63, 64. <laughs> that is, that's not better. And this team could use a little ice in their veins, if you know what I'm saying. That's right. We're looking to pull off a trade for former fan favorite, George Iceman Gervin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Spurs fan favorite from like 35 years ago. I, I, I don't think I'm alone in thinking you meant D'Angelo Russell. 
we wish D'Angelo well, but, uh, you know, he's 25 years old. It doesn't make sense for us. He needs another 10 years of regressing before we'd be interested. Got it. My people are on the phone with Terrell Brandon's people right now. We'd love to get him. <laughs> Why? A little gift to our fans in Orange County. Gives them a reason to cheer. Let's go, Brandon. Ugh. We're also looking at Larry Johnson. Former Nick Larry Johnson. Yeah, you know, LeBron's been watching his tape from Space Jam, and he likes what he sees. Yeah, you, you both know that's a movie, right? Le- LeBron really should know that's a movie. And this might come as a bit of a shocker, but we're looking at George Carl. Oh, okay, that is a shocker. You're saying Frank Vogel's on the hot seat? At power forward. We want George Carl anchoring our front court. That is a bad call. We know how much everyone misses Alex Caruso, so to replace him, we're looking at the old man who plays dirty from your local Y. He's got serious attitude problems, what he lacks in skills, he makes up for in slapping your legs very hard. I hate that guy from the Y. I don't want him on the Lakers. And yes, we know the Russell Westbrook edition has been kind of a bummer, so we're looking for upgrades there too. How about a guy whose name sounds kind of similar, Paul Westfall? Didn't he just die? Don't we all, Adam? Whoop, sorry, gotta take this. That's Earl the Pearl Monroe's agent on the line. You are not seriously considering signing 76-year-old Earl Monroe, right? Good God, no. But he's got a 54-year-old nephew we love. (laughs) Rob Palinka, everybody. Eddie Jones, call me. I need Nick Van Exel's number. Hey, was that Rob Palinka or Kendall Roy? And now for a special Final Flame, here's serial killer Joe Goldberg from you. been watching you since college actually since at least a few months before the 2019 NFL draft and I don't know what it was exactly but I was drawn to you maybe it was your mobility maybe it was your arm strength maybe it was just the deeply human need for something fresh but clearly I wasn't the only one because the Green Bay Packers also thought you were special love Jordan love that's your full name This week was supposed to be your moment, your first start, your family in the stands. Family getting within 500 yards of a Packers starter, it's true. All week long though, there's been too much focus on Aaron Rodgers when it should be all about you, Jordan Love. The only positive you should be caring about is the power of positive thinking. Unfortunately, I learned something about you this week, Jordan Love. It looks like, well, you're not that great at the game of football, which is your job. Oh no, oh. No, 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 no. You, you missed your targets by so much, you looked like that blind librarian from season three. You killed more drives than I've killed people named Tartine or Crema. You overthrew a wide-open Devontae Adams by at least 40 Quinn yards, and your mother couldn't even see you because they put her in the very last row at Arrowhead Stadium. Very familiar to me, a, a guy who knows plenty about loves with mommy issues. They weren't being very nice to you, but you certainly didn't give them any reason to be. And so, next week, you'll get a second chance, and... I'll be watching, but I won't be as excited about it as I was this week because I saw your first chance from every possible angle through binoculars and it made me physically ill. Someday we'll be together, Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers' time with us is ending. He'll probably retire at the end of the season and move to Madre Linda and experiment with goat extract. But for now, I'm not sure we're meant to be together just yet. I've got my eye on someone else. I watched the Falcons upset the Saints and I've got my eye on... Koo. My thanks to Anna Caligari and Andrew Singer. I'll see you next Thursday.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.